always knew it Life would mold me to something proven And through the ups and downs I knew that we could do it So when they ask me I tell them that we keep getting better family what's going on welcome back welcome back this is our season one episode two of the getting better podcast as i am welcoming everybody in let me bring the co-host on give me a second all right big cuz what's happening cuz oh how's it going man man it's good to see you man how's your day working hard man you know, I'm about, to ask, about to ask a corny question. What's the weather like in the ATL? Uh, today, no, man, it wasn't that bad. It was about 87. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's that southern weather. You're like, yeah, it's about 95. You know, it ain't that bad. I mean, you know, I'm still adjusting to this because, you know, it's, it's, um, it's something to get used to for sure. That's for sure. You are a true city boy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, man. So, uh, welcome. And I think um, I'm going to just lay out the foundation, the basics, as we always do. The purpose of this podcast is to have a dialogue to get various perspectives and solutions to what we experience as men. Uh, To say it another way, we want to discuss the emotional and social development of men. We want to develop a safe space for men. And we want to be able to be authentic and transparent for the purpose of growth. So with that being said, let me tell you what this podcast is or who this podcast is for. This podcast is for brothers that is frustrated with life and trying to figure out what's next. This podcast is for people who see men in the street and, and may not understand what's going on, but all they're seeing is the response to the problems that they experience and hopefully this podcast can shed some light to it so yeah. with that being said man i want to welcome everybody to come on um calvin I, I this is i'm a scary my family um affectionately calls me scary uh <laughs> they also call me people outside of my family know me as my alana so my alana was scary either one to work and introduce yourself again cuz my name is Calvin. I'm affectionately known. <laughs> there you go. 
there's, a bunch, of, there's a bunch of things. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, a man, my, I'm a young man in my journey, man, searching for, you know, how to do better. And so that's what this podcast is for, man. Everybody who's looking to be better and do better. Yes, sir. So let's get down to it. That was the most politically correct response I've ever heard from you, bro. You hear me? That's I'm being good today, sir. Because yeah, I got I a question, man. I got Talk the question of the day. I'm ready for it, man. I got something for you. Okay, okay. Let's let's um. Well, you know what? Let's do the question of the day, and then we'll kick it off to the uh, icebreaker. Go ahead, Cal. I'll let you lead. Oh, this was the icebreaker. I'm sorry, I had an icebreaker for you. Oh, Is no worries. Talking? We just had two. Yeah. What's your icebreaker? My icebreaker was, so I watched a movie the other day called Click. Okay. And it was about Adam Sandler. He had this remote, and through this remote, he could control life, right? He could rewind it, fast forward it, pause it, whatever he wanted to do. So my icebreaker question, Skari, is if you could go back and change one day, what day would that be and why? Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. If I could come back, if I could go back and change one day, what day would it be and why? Yeah. That's that sounds like it'll be simple, but I I try not to have any regrets. Um, so let me see what what would I change? Bro, I'm, I'm uh yeah, let me let me think about that a minute. I'm gonna pass it to you. What what day would you go and and um change? I thought about this one long and hard, Scar. Um, you know, as as I was digging into and thinking about self and self reflection, like what is the one day that I would go back and change in order to better myself? And mine was the day that I decided not to graduate from high school, the day that I called it quits. I would go back and I would change that day. Mm. I was in the 12th grade. I had all of the credits to graduate. And just being young and full of idiot, I decided, yeah, I'm done. I would go back. I would change that day, man. Okay. Well, well with that being said, because you didn't change that day, what did you get from that experience? Um, so leaving, leaving high school early, it gave me drive and determination once I realized what education meant. Hmm. Found out. Give me more to that. Yeah. So once I found out that an uneducated man is just wandering, you got to know stuff. Hmm. And once I figured that out and I decided, you know, I was going to go back, get my GED Enroll in college. It gave me that drive and determination. It was the first time that I had set a goal for myself. Hmm. And I knew that it was nothing that was going to stop me from accomplishing it. Hmm. Having a kid, work, whatever it was, I was going to fight through that thing because I had to accomplish it for myself. So it was the first time I set a goal for myself. And I knew I was going to accomplish that goal. Hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think I got the answer. Let's go. I think for me, I would change the moment I decided to make um, my my previous career choice Mm. the main thing. Mm. 
meaning I got hired at this uh, institution mm-hmm. and I had with in, within my own self, I had wrote the goal that I would only be there for five years. Mm-hmm. I would I would learn as much as I could and then I will move on. Yeah. What ended up happening is I kept getting pay raises. Yeah. And yeah, I know. It, was, it was looking yeah. nice. I was able to take my daughter on trips, buying yeah. With, yeah, you know, buying her whatever she wanted. Um, but then it took me, it took me away from that core thing to make me feel alive. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I was no longer doing things because I was curious. I was doing things to complete a, a, a check, yeah. to complete a box. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I would change just that moment that I made the decision to stay there to be comfort versus continuing my growth. There we go. Yeah. Now I grew from there. Don't get me wrong, but my point is I was on a particular um trail. Yeah. Before I made that decision and, and it, it didn't throw me off. It just detoured me for a minute. Yeah. So what did I learn from that? What did I get from that? Um, what's within you, similar to what you said, what's within you, it's bound to come out. It's just like putting a um, a ball, pushing the ball down in the water. Yeah, if you just remove your hand, that ball gonna pop, it's right gonna back. come back up. Yeah, so that that's that's what I learned from it. That you don't really make mistakes, you, yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's a quote that we say to stumble is not to fall, but to move forward faster. Mm. You know, because you get so much from that "quote unquote" delayed success, because that's what a—that's all a mistake is, or mm. what people call a failure. It's just delayed success. It's only a mistake. I mean, it's only a, a failure when you give up. So, hey, mm. cause you uh, you 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 did one today. Mm. You did one today. All yeah, right. That brought that brought out something. Yes, sir. It absolutely did. Yeah. So um, th- just to go back, because I jumped to mine so I wouldn't forget what I was saying. But for yours, you were saying that what you got from it is that um, you could – hold on. But what you what, what the, the thing that you said was that you dropped out of school. You would have changed that to stand in. Um, but I asked you, what did you get from that? And you were saying you got the determination piece yeah. that you were able to be more diligent in your decisions or at least the decisions yeah. for your future. So yeah. to me, to me, I hear that as a win-win all around. Yeah. Um, because, you know, what I learned, man, and in, in, in living is that it don't matter who close to you has the answers they can tell you what to do, but if you don't experience it and process it a certain way, yes, sir. you're not going to appreciate what you've been given. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to bump your head to say, oh, th- this this could help, but you yeah. got to allow people to grow up. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes yeah. we love people so much, we, we force them to do what we know is right, but they have no understanding. Even though they do the right thing, they do the right thing at the wrong time. And the results gonna be whatever it is. So I think um, you know, you doing that wrong thing, it got you to this point. And bro, how how 
how clear and strong your vision is for your children and other people just this under you that, that may look up to you. Yeah, bro, you ain't make no mistake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, my my thing is is in life you never take an L, you just take a lesson. That that's you there better are talk no L's. Stuff, bro. Everything is a lesson. Yes, sir. So in in the in the whole not graduating from school, the lesson was I didn't have I wasn't diligent. I didn't have the the testicle fortitude to do what everybody else was doing. It was just normal to them. Mm. You know, I quit school because it was boring. It just got boring to me. Right. So it was like, I didn't have the attention span to sit in the class for eight hours because it was just, it was boring to me. So that's why I left. It wasn't because, you know, I didn't know how to do the work. It was just because it was boring to me. Mm. So what I had to teach myself was that in day-to-day, you're not always going to enjoy, but you still got to complete the mission. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not going to enjoy getting up, going to work every day. You're not going to enjoy parenting someday. You're not going to enjoy being married someday. But you got to fight through that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to set them goals and you got to meet them. And and I think to add to that is being able to put your commitment before your feelings. Yeah. And and for and for this podcast, that's this is why we talk. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we get sometimes we fall short of our purpose and of our mm-hmm. focus, and we allow our emotions to become the dominant thing as opposed to what we said we would do. Yeah. And and this this we need this. You know yeah. what I mean? We we need we need to be able to process stuff in a certain way. And this is it. Like, oh, yo. Absolutely. Especially like one thing that I really I'm learning from this podcast and just like um, the, the other co-host is my brother Imani. He's he's working some stuff out. Um, he's probably overworking. That's probably what he's doing. Yeah. But one thing that I'm learning from this is that the commitment that particularly you made, like we, we say a time yeah. and you there on time. Calvin, I, I didn't been to your house. When when food was supposed to be ready at five, and it get ready whenever it get ready about nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing that I'm saying is that from um when I when we first started doing that because that was my first time really yeah. being close to you um yeah. and, and so everybody know you know through through I don't know how to say it that's my cousin so. Yeah. When we first started to hang out once we got older and I'm starting to see you and, you know, how you handle stuff, but then taking you taking you outside of the personal thing and putting you in a professional sense, it's like night and day, bro. Yeah. So what, what it told me, which makes sense, when you're doing stuff on your own, you, you tend to be more lax. Yeah, but absolutely. You have that flexibility to, you know, it's like a switch. You turn it on and off. Um, but my, my point to connect it back to what we was talking about is the commitment is shown through your actions that, that yeah. this is serious and important to you. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's, that's strong for any relationship. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially, you, uh-huh, go ahead. You know what else? Um, and hold sometimes, on. This ain't even a topic yet. This I know, right? <laughs> we, just, we tapping in, man. Yeah, go ahead. We tapping in. And you know, Scar, what's crazy is that sometimes... 
what I've learned is that when you have another man that holds you accountable, mm. it makes your word and your bond that much stronger. I think that's why, like, you know, male, I guess you can call it male bonding. Uh -huh. You've gotten away from that. Uh -huh. When you are in a community and everybody is holding everybody accountable. Yeah. Hey, Doc, we got to be there at 730. Yeah. I'm going to call you 20 minutes before and say, hey, we still on? We still good? Yeah. Yeah, it holds you accountable. So sometimes yep. just having that person to hold you accountable speaks volumes. And what's interesting about that is that not every time you around other men do, do they share that same vision. Yeah. And and then the other piece is dealing with who are who who you consider a man that you hang around. Hello. A lot of them, it ain't Hello. a lot of them. Hello. Yeah, so I, yeah, you hit that right on the head. So, um, you know what, man? I'm trying. I'm kind of debating if I even want to do this. Come on, I gotta man. Do this Listen, that's the beauty of this, man. Is that it's raw, it's uncut. We just go. Yeah, for sure. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do this because my 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 daughter gave me this icebreaker. Come on, let's go. And so, um, she's not here today. But uh, I, let, let's go through it. So this icebreaker is name three items uh -huh. you want to experience or do before you're 70. Again, name three items of things you want to experience or do before you're 70. Mm. What you got? Three things before I'm 70. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One, I want to be free. Okay. I want to be free financially. I want to be free mentally. And I want to be free spiritually. Now, I can dive into that. But we can move on to the next one. Depends on where we at. Oh, always go deep, bro. We, we about getting deep in this. We, we want the details. Financially, I mean, that's that's self-explanatory, right? We all want to be comfortable where money is not an issue for us. Um, spiritually, sometimes things can weigh us down, right? Just the day-to-day, -day, the rigmarole. As men, we got a lot on our mind. We got a lot of stuff going on around us. And sometimes we just forget to take that moment, no matter who your God is, just to sit and talk to him catch up with them. I think that I need that freedom. And then the last one, um, mentally, to not let things tie me down mentally. Hmm. Um, I think I think I think a lot of us just in your day to day, your rigmarole, again, there's so much stuff going on that your mind can get tied down mm -hmm. and you can lose yourself. So I want to be free where when things come around and it's, I'm the only man left in my family. So when things happen and it's like, oh my God, we got to call Calvin. I just want to be able to just handle it with ease. Right. And it not mess up my entire week and it spill over into my job and it spill over a little bit into my parenting and it spill over a little bit into my marriage. Mm. I think, you know, Oscar, I think they're my three, man. I think I'm good right there. <laughs> I want to be free. That's that's cheating, though, bro. Your one is you want to be free. <laughs> and you saying how you want to be free. All right, say this. I got two more. Yeah, you cheating. 
Uh-huh. Uh, two, before I'm 70, I want a grandbaby. Mm. Yeah, I want I want that granddaddy love. Well, I can send you home when I'm done spoiling you. <laughs> and I ain't got That's to real. deal with you. <laughs> That's real. I, I want I want to make the statement. I don't raise my kids. I want to make that statement at some point. Uh let me see. Three. By 70. I don't know. Scratch that third one, man. I'm gonna need some time for that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna need some time for that third one. Okay, I'll get back to you. Um, just just for the record, Calvin stole some of my ideas, but I'm, I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs> well, it was such a great idea, Scary, that <laughs> naturally, when I hear you talk about it, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna hit you with it. Uh huh. No, that's 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 good. Uh, what are my three? I think um, will be the three things that I would want to experience or do before I'm 70. Mm. I think the first is become more, become a master of me. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is- Yeah, I was gonna say speak on that. <clears throat> so in, in the, the pyramids of Egypt, it, it says, man, know thyself. Mm-hmm. I want to personify that. I want to be the standard bearer of what mm-hmm. when people imagine me and they see me, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to what how I imagine Malcolm X mm-hmm. as, as a man, he made certain decisions that put him on a path of being a better uh, a better man. I mm-hmm. he, I heard him talk, and he said this one thing, if if um, I remember correctly. He said that I'm paraphrasing now, but it's, it's yeah, you got to. It's, it's along the lines of um, he know he was a nigga, but he's reforming. He's constantly working on being a man, right? Being an African man. So I know inside Boy. of me is 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 this. Excuse my language, but. It's is a lot. It's some niggas inside of me. Some, you know, we all got that nigga stuff that that comes out. But my goal is to be a better man, and a part of that is, oh. you know, the characteristics of a man, um, oh. the, the principles, um, you know, and acting now, executing in a certain in a certain um, passion, and bringing other brothers up with me. So that that's oh. one thing that I would want to. Uh, I would want to do since you stole my hottest one. Hey, I'm not even gonna lie, but sorry, listen, me stealing it brought the best out of you because look at what you just said. Okay. Say give me that quote one more time. Um again, I'm paraphrasing it, but paraphrasing. I like to paraphrase. Yeah, he said, I know I was a nigga, but I work at being an an African man or a black man every day. Man. So yeah, that 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 that, 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 that's, That's a bar. Yeah, and it, it let me know that one, you gonna make mistakes. Oh, absolutely. And 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 it reminded me of what people who I, I've been like listening to um people with addictions. Yeah, and the main one is like uh alcoholic, um, the AAA. They had this one thing where they say that 
they they are always being addict. Mm-hmm. They're just recovering addicts. Yeah. And that's what I thought about when I heard it that yeah, you always be a nigga, but you have to be a recover. If you're not working oh, every day, you're gonna get triggered. Come on, man. You know what I mean? You you might want to punch somebody in the face, but as a man, you you have to be the standard bearer, especially yeah. when they're attacking your ego and uh, not your family. Then, bro, what we doing? You know, you turn this into a preach. No, bro. No, bro. I'm just trying to be honest. So, so that's my one. Number two. Um, number two better cut, boy. You better because <laughs> that that should have been number three. That's I how think, you end it, <laughs> right? Um, That's how you start, Sky. We got some ways to go. So I think my number two, in terms of what I want to experience before I go, you know, not to make it all heavy, yeah. um, bro. I I want to experience the world. I want to tour. <laughs> I want to um, see my people in every every aspect of the world. You know what I mean? See how we live, have yeah. conversations, hopefully build some things, work yeah. together. Um, that's one of the things I want to experience, be able to connect um, groups, people, and inst- institutions together for the betterment mm-hmm. of us. Of us. Uh, yeah. That's one thing. And um, I guess the third thing, man, one thing I want to experience before I'm 70 is leaving a hat uh the men that came before me was dope dominant and clear uh-huh. i want to be better than them mm. I, I i want i want my example to be so clear they they like i can see that he's he's of of the same elk yeah as as these other men yeah. so that's my three bro i'm ready for your third one I don't even want to go no more, Sky. I feel like I got to cover something. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I had a base hit. You hit a home run. <laughs> no, nah, bro, don't do that. No, nah, but um, let me see. Because that freedom um, joint, that you, you, just hearing you speak like that, mentally, physically, you said mentally, spiritually. Yeah. And what was the third one? Financially. And financially. Yeah, yeah that was, that, that wasn't light. Yeah. That wasn't light at all. I was over here like writing notes, like I don't know what to say to that. Oh yeah, experience. So, all right, experience. What I want to experience, I will go to my children. Huh. Um, I want to experience my children understanding and knowing, and I'm gonna say it, giving me the praise for the sacrifices that I laid down as a parent. Mm. I want to be acknowledged. You know what, bro? Just just pause on that. Just, let's just pause on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's, just on. On <laughs> let's just pause on that. Uh, okay. I want you on appreciation joint. Yeah, man, okay. I, I want to, I want, and you know, especially my son, mm. right? Because I, I gave it all up for that one. Yeah. Because that was that was he was going to be me without all of the doubts and the fears and the anxiety. So one day I want to experience him just saying, you know what, Dad? Sit down, let's have a beer, let's sit down, let's talk. And let me tell you, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to experience. Yeah, that's that's 
you know, and we can get into your story a little later, but that that speaks a lot. That speaks volumes. Yeah. Yeah. So some people wouldn't give a flying flip about that, but no, nah, you know what's crazy? I, I actually think most parents do, man. I, I, let me say this: not parents. I'm gonna speak directly to men. I speak. I think most fathers do. I think most fathers want that, but again, that's why this podcast is designed for us because we've been so conditioned to hide everything. Let Let me reframe what I what I was saying. My point was some of us are so riddled with guilt. Ah. We we can't process past. Yeah. She ain't let me see him. Yeah. You know, she she didn't took my money out of yeah. retirement. You know, yeah. we, we like F them kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. that's what I mean. I think in their heart of hearts, I think every parent want their, their child to be the best, oh, yeah. to do the oh, best. Yeah. But I think sometimes that get kind of silhouetted with the feelings that they got for they get lost in the sauce. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. But you you I yeah, I definitely believe every parent wants the best for their kid. Yeah. So I, I agree with you on that. But yeah, we ain't we ain't you you putting stuff in place. You've put stuff in place for your son. So that's what I mean. Like it ain't it ain't a lot of cats. If we had a lot of cats doing that. You know, we we wouldn't need a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the, we wouldn't need a podcast on this. You know, so yeah, yeah. So okay, I, bro. I think those two icebreakers were solid. What oh yeah. I mean, that's that's a great way to start it off, Scar. Okay. We just starting with this. We ain't even got to it. Yeah. So now I mean, we get we into gonna, the nitty gritty. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna help somebody today. Yeah, man. It's not ourselves. That that's the most important for me. Yeah. Hopefully one or two can hear it and, and it, it it flow with them. But if not, yeah. I can look back on this, uh, bro. We started we heal ourselves. Yeah, we. I started. So this podcast started the process a year ago, mm-hmm. and we're just now putting out what we did a year ago. This is a re-recording of the second episode. Wow. But we're putting out the same information we putting it out a year ago, and it's still relevant. You know yeah. what I mean? It's still it's always going to be. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, this is helping me grow. Yeah. All right, man. So let's let's uh let's just pause as I'm as I'm playing with what's going on, and and we welcome the the real topic for the day. <laughs> All right, man. So see what you did there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I get that from the <laughs> wife. Yeah, that's all she do. Her and kids. So let's deal with it. Um, so today, just like every other day in the podcast world for get getting better, we deal with relationships. Mm-hmm. I think what's important um for understanding relationships is understanding the um well, let's let we approach it two different ways. One, let's deal with what the definition of relationships is mm. uh, from the dictionary, and mm. what it state what it states is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. I read it again: the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, 
or the state of being connected. Mm -hmm. So with that understanding, with that clarity, let's deal with self. Mm. And the first thing I want to kind of tackle um, in regards to self is what are some of the characteristics of of self? So um, I'll start with you, Cal. Characteristics of self being me. Yeah. Um, Hardworking. Okay. Dedicated. Procrastinator. Yeah, it's a characteristic of mine. Um, okay. Mm, um, analytical. Okay. Okay. So let, let me rephrase that question. What are some of the characteristics of a relationship? That I have with myself. No, we just did a relationship general. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so what's what's some of the, the what what do you hear when you hear relationships, what are some of those things that highlight for you? Make that a little bit clearer for me. Okay, matter of fact, I, I go first. Yeah. So for me, the characteristics of a relationship is one, um, most relationships are intimate, mm -hmm. not sexually. But just the closeness. That's what I mean by intimate. Mm -hmm. um, and they fulfill a need. Mm. The, the third thing I have is they have rejuvenating qualities or they ref, this is refreshing of some in some sort. Um, now, when I say relationships. I'm already assuming that these are healthy relationships. Okay. So that that's that that's all we're talking about on this podcast is how to be better. So, yeah. so it it has a rejuvenating quality. Mm. Um, and then lastly, what what I have is is not selfish. It's communal in some way. Mm. So when you you think of any relationship you have, um, when you get the the most or the when you get the the most out of relationship or when you get the the inspiration out of a relationship is because it's intimate it because mm -hmm. it means something to you it has some type of um fulfill, it fulfills a need mm -hmm. it's uh, rejuvenating meaning you put something in and you get something out mm -hmm. and then the last is you know it's that relationship is communal. is is not always about the person, and it's not always about you. So that's what when I said you might not have nothing to add to it because that could be the sum of it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. in in that light, um, if I'm so I'm looking at this when I hear relationships, I'm looking at this from the self. So now now I'm gonna take I'm gonna kind of put it in reverse the. The thing you said first, now with this kind of framework mm -hmm. of intimacies, rejuvenating, um, communal, and then the, the second is fulfilling a need. I'm going to say when you have, let me get my question right. Um, when you think of the word self, what, what pops in your head? 
Mm. When I think of the word self, what I think of is me. Um, how I see myself, how I envision myself, and how others envision me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm so for me when I hear the word self, I think of um one personal, which is similar to what you're saying. Yeah. Um one shot like this is all i got you know what i mean mm. um you you you, mm. you make sure your decisions are clear because sometimes your decisions are final yeah you know you can't you can't circle back ain't no coming back yeah yeah and then i think the the last i i have when i think of self is um is source I'm I'm mm. connect, I'm connected to something. Yeah. Like it's it's not just the physical flesh that makes me up. Is is also it's is more than that. So um yeah, I think that, that that's what I think of. You you got anything to add or share on that? I like the source, right? Okay. Because when you talk about yourself and when you when you think about the word self that's basically what it is mm -hmm. you are the source mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's even like you know when you really need to connect you go within yourself to connect it made me think of the movie avatar Ooh, come on bro talk to the that's one of my favorite movies yeah because there was so many subliminals in that mm-hmm when they would take the locks and then they would connect with and it would give them like this, this center of peace. That's what I think about when I think of self, right? Just being able to connect to your source okay. of you, which is the most important source that you got. Yeah. It's really the only source that you got when you think about it. So I think for the flesh, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. But it's something that's greater than you. It's that 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 whisper in your ear yeah. when it says you shouldn't go. Yeah. Or you should move. Yeah. Or shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I I I agree. I just think it's a is is another part of that. Oh, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's two sides. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Um you have more on that? No, I think I describe we we had no runs today. <laughs> okay, okay, I we appreciate. It. All right, yeah, this this self self is where we really gonna tap in. Is where we really gonna get down to the basis of this thing. So yeah, absolutely, I, I'm ready to keep going. Hey, this for you, bro. <laughs> That's for you, Cal. <laughs> All right, man. So <clears throat> with that being said, um, the first discussion point is yeah. um, what does intimacy with yourself look like? But before you answer that, let me just recap in regards to relationships. Mm -hmm. So the, the characteristics that I'm, I'm 
I'm moving within for this discussion mm-hmm. is the relationship. The relationships are typically they're intimate. They fulfill a need. They are. Um, what was it? They're communal. Mm-hmm. And then the third was they. Um, hold on one second. They rejuvenate. Rejuvenate, yeah. Yeah, so it had you have reciprocity in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But now I'm specifically <clears throat> going to talk about what does that relationship with self, what does that intimacy with self, what does that look like for you? So now we're taking it personal. <clears throat> what does that look like for me? Intimacy. Yeah. Ooh. Um. It means for me being able to disconnect from everything and just being able to hone in to myself. Okay. Right. Because when you say intimacy, you it's the, the getting close, but how do you get close with yourself? Right. You, you, you there, <laughs> you there with yourself every day. So for me, it just means to disconnect from everything, right? Um, One of the things that I do, and I think I spoke about this before, is when I'm driving, I talk to myself a lot, like have full-blown conversations with myself. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is my time to be intimate with myself, right? When I'm dealing with the ways of the world and I don't have answers, because as men, we don't always have an answer. Right. But how do we get the answer is I use that intimacy just to talk to myself. So for me, intimacy is just being able to disconnect and get to your oneness, get to your Shondo. Right. So so for me, it's just it's disconnecting and really checking on myself. Mm. Uh, I think for the longest time I dealt with anxiety and didn't know I was dealing with anxiety. I had no idea what it was. But I knew that something wasn't right, right? In every situation, I felt antsy. And it wasn't scared. It wasn't like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen next. It was just like a, a antsy feeling. Like, you can't even explain it. And it wasn't until one day I really sat down and I just disconnected from everything because it was a lot going on in my life. I was dealing with the divorce. I was dealing with losing my kids. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot of stuff. And before I knew it, I was depressed. Mm. And let me be careful with how I say this. For the first time in my life, the thought crossed my mind about killing myself. Unaliving yourself. 2023. Unaliving yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was the first time that I had actually thought about like what it would be like with me not being here, if that would be better suited than mm-hmm. dealing with everything that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So to bring it back around to the intimacy, mm-hmm. that was a time when I literally had to disconnect. And, and man, I really had to connect with myself. I had to get real intimate with myself. A- Amen. Um, for, for the listening audience, which you don't know, me and Calvin had a conversation prior to this yeah. recording to say, hey, man, I want this to be real. I want people to feel it. Yeah. You don't get no realer than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and for you to say that, I remember having a similar feeling when I, I was, I was, um, 
I was a teenager, uh-huh. I didn't think it mattered. Yeah. I just think me being here, I didn't I didn't think it mattered. Yeah. So for us to be able to process that, yeah. and for you to be able to say that when man, is this one? Is it was a rapper that quoted this. Somebody quoted this. I don't remember where I got it from. It ain't mine. But what he said is that, oh, uh, it'll come back. His name will come to me. He was saying that, uh, is it either oppressed people or broke people don't have, oh, people who are surviving don't have the luxury of depression. Mm. And when he said that, I'm, I processed it. And then he gave a little bit more clarity. He said, mm-hmm. see, when you're in survival mode, you're thinking about, you're already thinking about how can you make stuff happen? Yeah, you're in survival you mode. You're trying yeah. to survive, yeah. Yeah, so when he said that, I, I realized that when you are off of your game, yeah, then, yeah, that, that stuff happens. But That's when everything can creep in. Anything. Yeah. The stupid you do it. Yeah, hey, man, just, 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 do this bump real quick. It'll yeah. make you feel good. Yeah. Then five years later, you in the corner saying, man, I blah, blah, yeah. blah for that. You know what I mean? That's that's when you start telling yourself that drinking, smoking, it makes everything easier. Well, really, it don't. It's making it worse. But And, and I, I will say that in high insight, it makes it a lot worse. Yeah, but when you are wrestling with a whole bunch of monkeys, one yeah, of the monkeys yeah. is guilt. One yeah. of the monkeys is you don't feel appreciated. Another yeah. one of the monkeys is you, your mama didn't like you. She thought yeah. this was a mistake. Your daddy, yeah. he ain't nowhere to be found. Yeah. Or your daddy in your life, and you know he pushing you a certain way, and you don't appreciate it. And yeah, bro, I, I that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm glad I started with you asking about what would Im- intimacy with yourself look like? Because yeah. um, you hit it on the nail, just you talking to you. Yeah. All right. Let me let me flip this around. So for me, what does intimacy with myself, intimacy with myself look like? Yeah. What does that look like for you, Sky? Because I I know. Man, you done had some battles back and forth with this conversation, so I'm not going to lie. I'm interested to know what Scary does with intimacy with his own. I'm I'm interested. You know, it is different now than Uh, it was when I was younger. Yeah, of course. So now intimacy with myself is working out, swimming, um... Music to some extent, yeah. Um, p- performing music or actually doing music because when I'm drumming, bro, I get in a, I get like in a, a space where I'm hearing what's going on, mm-hmm. but something is like it's it's taking over me. Is something else is going on that I can't yeah. explain? Is it is it just drumming, Scar? That's a good point. Because I, you, you want me to let the people know. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Talk your stuff. When we cut that intro, who was that on the mic, Scary? Oh man, that was my my <laughs> younger cousin. 
Come That's, on, man. Uh, and my, on, man. my sister-in-law. Not just drumming. <laughs> the, boy, the, boy, the boy is seeing you to sleep. Stop, bro. Um, what, what You know what? I, I guess when I'm inspired, I will write like some yeah. ideas in my head and that's kind of where the idea of the podcast came from yeah. was you know what yeah I always knew it yeah yeah so yeah that's that's a good point so yeah writing does it um that was the first time I ever sung I that that made me uncomfortable I actually wanted my uncle to sing he's like no you got it you got enough <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't believe that, that that came off a little too effortlessly. No, I'm bro. not believing it. I swear, I swear to you on all things holy. And, and you told me you did it in one take. We did. Come on, man. <laughs> bro, I, so the 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 idea, the vision was mine, but uh -huh. I I didn't have. Scry, I done been in many a studio. Ain't nobody cutting one hit wonders, man. It's not. It's it's not really happening like that, man. That, that I don't know, man. Like that. I, I think that was my uncle and my little brother, man. They they laid the track, and the only thing I did is I just shared what my what my thought was. This yeah. is how it should go. But and it was a little harmony in there. You had to harmonize. You know, I don't know if that was me though. I think that I I think that was my. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was you. <laughs> That's well, all I you. But, that you, my boy? Yeah, and I know listening back at it, I remember the feeling that I got when I was in the studio recording that. Yes. And um, you know, everybody that listened to it, their complaint is it's not long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I appreciate you bringing that up. That is one of the things that it helped remind me that I have a purpose that is more inside of me that I can get out. So that's what that does. But in terms of the the intimacy um with with self i i think writing is definitely a way for me to hear what what for me to express what i'm hearing inside of myself and and for me to see myself talk yeah writing that thing down yeah, yeah. um another thing that i do with intimacy is affirmations mm -hmm. um for me affirmations prepares me for who I want to be. Mm. And I think that that's important because sometimes I get stuck at where I am now and I don't see another way out. Yeah. But, but I say if things, if, if I had no limitations in terms of the problem I'm facing right now, how would I want to feel? Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, if I'm dealing with financial struggles, like I was in debt, and I'm like, uh, how would I, how would I, how would I feel if it was paid off? And just thinking about that, bro, it relaxed, it relaxed. And then like a week later, some opportunities came and I was like, man, this is, this is funny. So that, that's, those are some of the ways I deal with intimacy with myself. I'm scared, man. We cooking with high grease today, man. man that yeah, this feels much better than you know before when when we did this a couple of times yeah. before. So now I'm with you. We cooking with high grace today. Yes, sir. You ready for the second one? Yeah. What does a purpose look like for self, for yourself? 
what does purpose look like? What does it look like? Purpose. Yeah. yeah. Mm, for me, should we define purpose or you? Or yeah, we, uh, yeah, let's let's define that. Let's let's put okay. that into yeah. So I think um, from a principle standpoint, uh, mm-hmm. there's this thing called the Nguza Saba, and you know when you when you hear Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Kwanzaa is the celebration of the the seven principles, and mm-hmm. and, and Nia is one of the principles. Mm-hmm. And um, Nia, the English translation, was translated to mean purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and purpose is to do always as much as you can in the way that you can, in order to leave your community more beautiful and beneficial. Now, hold on, let me make sure. I'm not uh running off um at the mouth. All right, one second. Okay. Yeah, to to do always. Is that right? No, that's I just defined Kumba. Now I, I looked up Nia, so give me it says um it deals with make, building and developing your community. So that's purpose. Yeah, building the better your community um as a collective vocation. So this translation is a little different than what I what I remember. Yeah. But the whole the whole idea of purpose is of you doing something one more than just for you. Yeah. Um, but you're doing it based on your vocation, why you're here. Yeah. As a part of why why you're here. So um yeah, if if I do the, the record, I'll go ahead. Bring that back around, right? So <clears throat> what does that look like for me? Purpose. Um, for me, purpose will look like setting up to make sure that my wife, my family, my children, my community are all set to maintain, even if something would happen to me. Oddly enough, Scary, me and my son talk a lot about what it would look like if I left tomorrow Hmm. and how he needs to be prepared if I were to leave here tomorrow. And at first I was like, man, this is a horrible conversation to have with a nine, 10 year old. It's just a horrible conversation. That's when y'all started talking about it. You said it was, it was nine to 10. Okay. When I would talk to him about, you know, what that looks like, because on my mother's side, I'm the only male that's left. Right. I have nephews, but that's a whole nother story. They're not prepared. So I knew that I was set with the task of making sure that if anything were to just randomly happen to me, that my mother would be okay, My grandmother would be okay, My aunt would be okay, 
my sisters will be okay. My nieces will be okay. So I started this conversation with him when he was nine to 10 years old. Okay. And so now I look at my son and now that I'm in Georgia and he's still in Michigan for me to call my aunt and for her to say, yeah, Calvin just came over here and he just cleaned up the backyard. Mm. I have to call him. He just showed up and did it. That's what's up. That's, that's my purpose, right? To make sure that this thing still flows even when I'm gone and that my message and my legacy is still continuing. The things that I wanted to come into fruition for my family and my wife and my children and my community, that they still go on even if I'm not here. Okay. Um, that's, that's actually on the lines of, um, of the definition of purpose from the Nguza Sabana. I just recall the, the definition that I remember. Yeah. So it's to make as our collective decision, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. That's mm -hmm. perfect. So I'll say it again, uh, purpose to make us our collective vocation, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Mm -hmm. Now, what you just said was you dealt with your, um, your, your family circle in terms of making it better than it was before you got here. So from the relationship from father to son, that's already better. You you're communicating more with your son than yeah. maybe you and your dad did. Oh, absolutely. On, on top of that, just the image of a man in terms of being able to have a responsibility and carry that responsibility out without being chased. Yeah. Um. To to do it, you know th that's what you live in. So yeah, bro. That that's solid. That yeah. to me is solid. I mean, it, it's just my opinion, but in terms of aligning with, I think what produces healthy relationships what produces healthy communities i think this is a foundational thing oh yeah yeah so no nah, that that was that's it yeah. i think um in terms of i'm sorry were you, were you done no for you what's 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 your purpose or what does purpose look like for you man um i think being on point Mm. meaning it, it sounds cute but when i heard it it was an image that i'm like i want to i want to be that yeah and, and and to some degree i am so in case of emergency break this glass yeah who you calling yeah. in in case of emergency who can depend on you Mm. Who who leans on you? Who seeks mm. your advice? And when you have that, if you're that guy or if you're that mm. woman, then where are you going when you're when when you're not needed and when nobody's um, not looking for you? Yeah. What are you doing to make sure that you get that energy back? So when it's time to spring out and stand up, that you're beyond ready. Mm. You know what I mean? So. I think part of my purpose is being on point, meaning doing what I'm, what I know I'm supposed to be doing. 
So yeah. I need to find other other men, young men, older men to be able to say, hey, I think we can build off of this. Yeah. We can make our community, even if it's just five people we get, even if it's just one person we get. Yeah. How do we make that better? I think that that's part of my purpose, part of my calling, being able to be that example. Yeah. Say, yeah, bro, I've made, mistake, made mistakes in relationships, but this is what I'm doing to improve it. Yeah. I'm going to make sure the next relationship is a lot better than the the one that I just get, came out of or the one that I just experienced. Yeah. So I, I think for me, that's that's part of my what I'm seeing Yeah. for myself. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I, I'll smoothly move to the third one. Um. Dealing with, uh, we can say uh, reciprocity, but how do you rejuvenate or restore yourself? Um, I think that that kind of ties back to the first one. Okay. Right. Being able to disconnect and reconnect with myself. That's how I rejuvenate. Spending time with my kids, spending time with my wife, spending time with my family. That's how I rejuvenate. That's how I get rejuvenated. So let me ask this, because a lot of times when you put energy into other people, sometimes you don't get that back. Uh Like you say, you need it. So for you, those relationships put back into you, you know, it restores. Absolutely. Okay. I'm a a, a people guy, right? Like being around family, like right now it's a party going on, Uh right? Yep. And just hearing the love and the fun is is filling my is rejuvenating me. It's been a long week. Yeah. I just got a promotion. I'm working 52 oh, congrats, hours a week. Congrats. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> but you know, it's it's been a lot. So this seeing aunties coming in from Detroit and seeing mom and cousins, everybody sitting around loving and hugging on each other. It's rejuvenating me. Yes, sir. From this long week. So, yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's being around my people. Okay. Being around the right people. Because you yep. can't, you you absolutely right. You can't give your energy to everybody. Yep. But being around the right people that you know that when I'm around these people, oh, man, they make me feel good. Mm-hmm. A hug from granny. Mm-hmm. Oh, and listen, uh-huh. that's a real hug. It's mm-hmm. real love in that. That's, re- that's rejuvenating to me. So yeah, being around the right people, man. Absolutely. My man. My man. Okay. So what 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 rejuvenates Scary? Outside of the music, outside of the writing, outside of the exercising, what rejuvenates you? Well, if you remove that, um if you didn't have that, what would you what should go to? laughter yeah i think um the key to the soul yeah man and i think they 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 also say that a joke is a funny way of being serious yeah being and and for me i tell a lot of jokes yeah and i tell the jokes as an opportunity to look at a problem from a different perspective is not as heavy as the rest of the world brings up as what it really is yeah so you can you can look at death you can look at the worst of the worst situation 
and 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 find not humor like you're laughing at something, but you're seeing the how life how life affects us and the fact that we're still here, it ain't that bad. Let me tell you, Sky. Yes, sir. I'm about to give you a story. Yeah, talk to me. That's what we're here for. So with what you just said, mm -hmm. my grandfather dies. Okay. The worst day in our family history. It's literally the worst day. This man was everything to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. At his funeral, my sister falls. Hmm. She falls, right? Yeah, right. You, you're like, mm, dang, that's messed up. We didn't know how we was going to get through this day. We didn't know. It was okay. a day we bringing him to rest. Everybody is, you could just talk and a person could just pass out. Like, I don't know how to deal with it. Papa, why? Mm -hmm. So my sister falls at his funeral with her baby in her hand. Ooh. She's okay. She's okay. okay. The baby's okay, but she falls. Okay. After that, we had to repass. Boy, I talked about my sister for three hours in her car. <laughs> That's what I tell you. <laughs> but you know what it was? What's that? It was that moment where we all looked at each other and said, it's going to be all right. It's gonna That's, be it. All right. That's it. It's going to be all right. Because sometimes when things happen, you just like, man, I don't know how we going how we gonna get through this. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna get through this? Yeah, bro. It's all about perspective. Yeah, man. And then yeah. it's just that moment where that laughter enter in. And it's like, you know what? It's gonna be all right, man. We're yeah. gonna get through this. And, and you know, to that, I realized and I'm starting to see it more. Well, I'm starting to know it more. Yeah. Not believe, but to know it more that things don't happen to you, but things happen for you. Yeah. It once once I started to look at my life like that, it changed in terms of me putting blame on people and feeling a certain way about people that, that did me what I was considered wrong. Yeah. It 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 put in perspective, like, bro, because they did this, what did you get out of it? Yeah. Ah, you, you everything is a lesson. Yeah. Man, that's all we got is lessons. Yeah. You don't lose. Because sometimes you ask for something and not knowing you need to clear your path to have it get closer oh, to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So by, by somebody disappointing you or doing something different from y'all expectations on how y'all would relate, it clears your path. And like, sometimes, oh, yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Sometimes, man, you know, we, we ask for stuff and we asking for the end result and we not knowing what you got to go through to get to that mm -hmm. end result. It, it, I just heard um, it was a preacher who broke down that um, the sister asked for this elder in the church. She was educating folks, people, and she was saying, you know, uh, I used to ask for strength, mm -hmm. not knowing. You got to go through wait, it to get that strength. Wait, yeah, weight got to be put on you. Yeah, I was asking for wisdom, yeah. not knowing that you got to go through a whole lot of stupidity yeah. so that you can be on the other side and say, oh, I understand now. Yeah, You know, like you, you ask for rain or you ask for the crops to grow, not knowing it got to be a whole bunch of rain. Yeah. You know what I mean? We 
we sometimes forget that the end result that we asking for comes to a flip comes with the flip side. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, bro. That's that's yeah. It does sound a little preachy today, yeah. <laughs> but this this feeling good, man. Yeah. So with that being said, this is the I'm a, I'm a just not gonna close it out with this one, but this is this is the the last question I got for you so far. All right. Still dealing with self. Mm-hmm. How do you serve more than just yourself? So in life, in any of your relationships, mm-hmm. um, yeah, how do you serve more than just self? How do, how do you make yourself communal? Uh, You're going to go right back to the last point, which is having a purpose. Okay. <clears throat> and I think that a purpose is more than self. Um, I think I think it was the first episode where I said, you know, as a leader, as a man, you got to be willing to stand and down something. Okay. And what I meant by that is, is you got to have something that you care enough about that you willing to die for. And it can't be yourself. <laughs> mm. You got to have a purpose mm-hmm. and your purpose, like you said, like it's selfless. Yeah, that's the selflessness in it, right? You got to have something that you are willing to all out, go 100% out for, go for the gusto. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the best way to answer that question is you you got to have something that you're willing to put it all on the line for. I used to tell my son this all the time, man. You got to stand for something and you'll fall for anything. That That's those facts, bro. Yeah. Facts. When, you, when you say something as a man, you got to stand on it. Mm-hmm. You just can't go around here just telling people anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need me to be there at seven o'clock? Yeah, I'll be there. And then don't show up. And <laughs> yeah, we I all got. Oh man, I had a bunch yep. of stuff going. Nah. I forgot all about that. Yep. You got to be willing yep. to stand on something. Yep. So yeah, that's that's me, man. Stand on something. Okay. Um. Let's see. Communal. Other people. Speak on it. You've been you've been hitting home runs today, Scar. You this is the grand finale is the bases is loaded. <laughs> uh yep, yep to the batter's box. Let's see. How do I serve more than just myself? Um this should be easy for you. I don't well, bro. Literally, I I I know I don't have all the answers, and that's why I'm talking bringing brothers like yourself on so that we can kind of figure this out. Not yeah. necessarily the answer, Scary. It's just you know I've been around you long enough where I can't answer it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know uh, you might have to do that. But let, <laughs> let me think about it. Let me uh, let me tell you how. Okay, go ahead. Why you thinking ahead. about it? Uh huh. It was a time where I got a little sick. I found out I had, as black folk call it, the sugar. Okay. And I was at home and I was down about it. And here comes Scary. Sky say, cuz get up, man. Come on, come come work out with me. For the longest I fought it. And I ain't going working out, man. I'm 6'2, 340 pounds, man. Working out is past me. I'm about to go get my come my stomach cut in half. <laughs> I'm gonna go about it the short way. Yes, sir. That's real. <laughs> One day I said, you know what? I told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm about to go with Sky. And we went to this house, and it was a house. We went to the basement. 
And there was a man down there about 70 years old. And I was thinking, like, this is about to be the worst workout I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And then the pads got put on. Ooh. Yeah. And you Ooh. kicked me so hard in my chest. <laughs> I want to throw that helmet off and hit you a little bit. But that was scary, right? That was scary being selfless, doing something that you do just on a humbug. That's like you said, that's what you do to find your peace. But you were selfless enough to see your brother, your cousin in a situation where I needed that. I needed some, I needed that wake up call. But, like, but hey, listen, hey man, you come on, bro. You got to start. I, I didn't know you you were struggling with that. Yeah. I did not I it, just it wasn't until today. Yeah, I just I, found out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, in <laughs> fact, I just came home from the ER. That day? No, I ain't gonna tell you how I found out because you'll laugh. But yeah, I oh, just you say it now. How'd you find out, Cal? Man, stupid. <laughs> you ain't something almost funny. No, no. So I was at work and I had this feeling like, man, I'm just I'm tired. Like I, I just ain't got no energy today. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, you know, I just been working hard, man. That's what it is. So I go home, I get in the bed with my wife, and I'm laying there, and my, my son was cooking hamburgers. But he don't know how to cook, so he was burning the hamburgers. So smoke <laughs> filling it, smoke uh -huh. is billowing through the house. Mm -hmm. So I wake up and I'm choking, like, yo, I cannot breathe. My wife is laughing at me, like, nah, yeah, the smoke really ain't that thick. I'm like, nah, man, I got, <laughs> I got to go downstairs. I got to investigate this. I go downstairs, I about pass out. I'm like, man, I just, I don't know. I, I, I said, baby, call, call the doctor. I can't breathe. Oh, you was exhausted, and you couldn't breathe? I could, but I'm extra, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm extra. Honest. So okay. she said, I'm not calling, I'm not calling no, no, I'm not calling no ambulance to come and get you. I said, I'm about to die, big fella. You got to call the ambulance. She said, well, <laughs> if you couldn't breathe, you would be dead. Uh, so I'm going to drive you to the ER, uh -huh. and we're going to take you to the ER. Sound Got right. to the ER, they kept me for three days. Came back and said, oh, yeah, your sugar a little high. That's all it is. You're pre-diabetic. So when they wow. sent me home, I was home for two days. That's when you came and got me. I didn't know that, Kyle. Yeah, I man. I didn't know none of that. Yeah. That's, man, I'm telling you, that inspiration, for, for whatever reason, and okay, so let me share with you why I did that. Yeah. I had another cousin. You know him. You know him. Ken. Yeah. Ken would call me and ask me about working out. Mm. And that's a lie. He didn't ask me about working out. He would ask me. Because <laughs> Ken was a big fella for those listening. But he asked me about what do I do in terms of fasting? And what do I do in terms of um, what's the other? It's not a fast. Uh, Intermittent fasting? No, detox. Oh. So I gave him this thing, um, the, the, the program that I use. And then one day he 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 was on my mind and I went to call him. And then the next day I realized I the 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 next the very next day I left him a message on whatever day that was. The next day I realized um that's when I learned that he died. Mm. So when when I when I when I get a certain feeling, I'm like, yo, I, I can't be the only one out here living that. Just living this big boy life. I'm trying to get some of this weight off me. 
So I'm, I'm glad that it helped. I'm glad that it helped. And not only that, you just answered the question of communal. Because that's that's it, man. Selflessness. But you know, it's not even is is it ain't nothing that I really think about. You, you ain't supposed I mean? to. That's that's the purpose of it being selflessness. You're not even thinking about it. But the issue is that some of us don't have that as natural. <laughs> you know, you you I think yes. I might be a one-off because I look at other folks and these cats, if they're thinking about something that's communal, the first thing is they getting some out of it. Yeah. And and I know I was all I was brought up with the idea of you put your brother and sister first. Yeah. And if your brother and sister put you first, then who can come between that? Watch, watch right. this. Uh-huh. And that's the reason for this podcast, man. Because we have to let people know that what we are, this is real. Mm. Them suckers that you see on TV doing it for entertainment and doing it for a check and do that's not reality. Mm. In the real world, this is what men really look like. We got to stop looking at those images that they put out here of us because that's not who we are. Mm. We're not men who don't take care of our kids. We're not men out here killing each other. Those are the one-offs. Those are the anomalies. What's real is me and you, stand-up men, taking care of our kids, working, building families. That's that's the reality of it. Hey, Cal, you you just closed out the the uh you just closed us out today. Yes. So yes. I'm I'm I guess I'm gonna just wrap it up with this one piece, um, yes. which is a quote. I love to start and end with a quote. Today's quote is. You don't rise to the level of your expectations. You fall to the level of your training. Yeah. Again, you don't rise to the level of your expectations. You fall to the level of your training. Yeah. That's the military quote I got from David Goggin. So, yeah. um, hey, man, did you want to say anything to that or are you good? I mean, you know, to close it out, man, I think we we hit a hard chapter today, which is the hardest thing to deal with. Just for a man to look himself in the mirror and deal with him. Mm. Well, you can deal with anybody. You got to look yourself in the mirror. And you got to deal with you. Fact. So I think today we did a wonderful job of just showing what that looks like. Yes, right. Sir. We yes, broke sir. that thing down. And I, I, Sky, I, I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think we hit a home run today, man. Hey, man. It is is mainly because of your suggestion. You was like, "Hey, man, we need to narrow this thing down. <laughs> we need to make sure it's tight with the topic because we all over the place." Yeah, bro, I, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I'm like, so, yeah, yeah. This thing, this thing is gonna help some people, man. I hope so. Yeah, I, and I, I hope that we live up to the name of the podcast. That we get better. People see the transformation in us, Absolutely. and I hope it inspires them to get better as well. Yeah. So. Until next time, everybody, y'all have a great day. Salute. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Let's take this thing out.
Thank you.